Hello, 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 everyone from the podcast world. I don't have your drums anymore. <laughs> yeah, I blasted uh, my co-hosts and wife's ears out right before. That I turned up the music too loud. Tense. Because we do jam along with the music. We sure do. But I always forget. Jammed that I gotta our turn ear drums right out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Couple of Critics Podcast. Hello, people. I am Sam. And I am Michelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're a couple of critics. Yeah, yeah. We're opi- we have opinions from people, and we're not really in the business, but Sam kind of is. I try to be as much as I can be. And you know what? Technically, we're in the business now because we put this podcast out. Yeah. So we're in the biz. Sure. I'm not making any money, but we're in the not biz. Not at all. <laughs> no, but we got a banner from yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rolling Graphics, so that was pretty cool. Our little home studio now has a banner to make it seem Woo! sort of official. And it's also covering up many holes from me being a child and putting holes in the door. I don't remember what I was even doing putting holes in the door. If I was punching them or... The door is really thin. Yeah. It's, it's not a, a good quality door. door, but at the same time, you were definitely beating it. I wouldn't be surprised if you were punching it. Eh, probably. Because it looks like fist size holes. <laughs> fist size holes. That sounds like a band. Fist size <laughs> hole in my heart. <laughs> I've got a fist size hole in my heart, no. and it's from you, babe. <laughs> it made me think of fist size soul in my heart. You know I got a fist size soul in my heart. You know I got a. That's not you know what I was doing? Uh wham. Got a fist size hole in my heart. When you're punching doors and you go crazy, cause your temper is bad. bad. And you gotta get it under control. Cause you have red hair and traditionally that means you have a temper, yeah. Would you say that that's true? Uh, I mean, I know I have a temper that I have to check, but I have a theory that everyone has a temper they have to check. It's just, maybe gingers don't have the, the self-control that everyone does. I think the temper is in everyone. I don't think Bobby has a temper. No, I've never seen him go off. But I, uh, I mean, uh... He turns into an asshole, and he makes you feel bad. <laughs> yeah, that's his version so, of going yes, off. <laughs> he does go off in his own way. Never mind. <laughs> okay, so we watched a movie for yes. the second time. This is another lost episode redone. Re-record. Redo. Dawn of the Dead. It seems like uh, it was time to finally give this to you guys. We've been talking about... Are you recording this for a long time? We finally got Parenthood out there. If you haven't listened to it, you should. That was you should last watch week's it. episode. Um, I had not watched Dawn of the Dead before you, so this is now my second t- viewing, which, I mean, I wasn't viewing it as closely, but neither were you. No, but I've seen it so many times, I just needed to get the chronological order of things in my head again. Mm-hmm. And we have our notes from the last time. And we still have our notes from before. And, and you mentioned this time, while we were watching it the second time, we might want to think about when we review movies, watching them more than once because I, yeah, I mean we haven't done many movies, but the movies we've done, we've watched once. The idea behind doing we watched Halloween twice. Yes, the idea behind doing the movie ones also are um, something that we can do that we've dedicated less time to. Mm-hmm. Which is why we we've given you back to back episodes of movie reviews because I I think I personally re- prefer 
the music reviews because it gives you like more time to digest it. But with movies, I feel like we should watch it soon after we what? break the ice to the person. Okay, yeah. And then watch it again, maybe like the day before or the day the of, day of whatever. Record. I agree. So that gives us extra perspective because you watch things differently. The you second, to think about it for a week almost. And, mm-hmm. I like it. New rules in the book. Tachom. Tachom, which means we. It's very loosely followed like every other rule. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you, though, that uh, I think the music reviews go a little better. It's easier to uh, talk about your feelings, I guess. And it's broken down into different pieces and different grooves yeah, and things that yeah, actually yeah. make you feel different ways instead of you just following a story. Absolutely. Because in my, as I've said before, I think that music is put out there for you to also, even if it's written from a certain perspective, it's also interpretive for you to kind of mold it to your own experiences. Yeah. So it means it's whatever little, it does to you. It's a little harder to do that with a movie that mm-hmm. actually has a narrative. Yes. Although you can take, you know, is it social commentary yeah like, in that kind of way but yeah music's a lot more about personal I think, yeah, 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 yeah and more personal connections and at different points throughout the album i just think that there's a higher chance of maybe liking something more within an album than just deciding that you like only the middle of a movie <laughs> yeah that's a good point too so, I don't know, but we're here, we're doing a movie. We're queer, get used to it. <laughs> we're a little goofy and kooky and quirky and crazy. Not at all. All right, we want to talk about this movie? Yeah, I think we, uh, we should talk about a movie about zombies. Yes, zombies. We watched the original Dawn of the Dead by George A. Romero, released on May 24th, 1979. This is one of your favorite movies, is, right? Yeah, I used to say it was my favorite movie. I'm not sure if that's the case now because, not because of the movie, but I don't think I can really say I have favorites of anything anymore. I used, I've thought about that too. I used to be very, like, if someone were to ask me, I would be prepared. If someone were to be like, what's your favorite solo artist? What's your favorite band? Yeah. I would, I had that ready. Ready to go. To go. And now I don't think I have that as I, much anymore. I don't either. Because it also kind of depends on the day. <laughs> That's, yeah, there yeah. are a lot of things that I love a lot, but I'm gonna love more when I'm in certain moods than others, or depending on what's going on around me, whether the sun is shining or not. Like yeah. sometimes it just fucking depends. Uh, yeah, for well, sure, yeah. for sure. I've noticed, uh, like on <laughs> albums, especially, I can be obsessed with an album for a month, and then want nothing to do with it for the next eleven months. And so, then I become mean, obsessed with it again. Again, yeah. And so you can't ask me what's my favorite thing at that time because I might just be in that month that I'm obsessed to, obsessively listening to one Devo album well, that I'd never thing. listen to otherwise. And, uh, but you could just say right now, like currently <laughs> at this time, it's yeah, this. Yeah, that's true. But it is subject to change. But this movie is definitely in my top favorite films of all time. It's yeah. etched into my flesh. On my arm, so it's very visible to people. Mm-hmm. people you should that are, get that touched up, make it prettier. Uh, Why did you just make that sound? Because I'm not sure how to touch something like this up. It, it was a com- like it was sh- a it was a complaint when it was done that it was all too small, and then it's gonna look like a blob. And I said, "Shut up and do what you're told." I'm giving you the money. <laughs> 
uh, a word of advice. If a tattoo artist says it's probably going to look bad in the long run, you should probably listen to him. I think something could maybe be done a little differently. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. I need a lot of work done anyway. I haven't had a new tattoo or anything like that in many years. I think that you should work on preserving what you have before you put more stuff on you as well. <laughs> I got so much other things to do with money before I even think about doing anything to my skin. Well, I know. I'm just saying, but based on tattoo <clears throat> conversations. If, if I do anything like... If, uh, cannot talk. If I do it like I do everything else in life, I'm going to end up learning how to do it myself. <laughs> and then just, I could save money. That's not a great idea. By the way, when I was going back through episodes yes. and finding the ad breaks, the timing and what everything was so I could keep track of, yes. you know, uh, advertising things and not trying to do the same products over and over again, even though we're really not that far into it. But I definitely thought about doing hot dogs in one way or another more than once so (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny that it's hot dogs (laughs) i don't know why but it is um but we had talked previously in regards to you doing things your own way wart removal from your elbow yes and i couldn't remember what it was that you we couldn't remember what it was that you specifically used to dig it out with did you remember toenail clippers that sounds right it was fucking toenail clippers is what you used to dig the root of that out of your elbow disgusting it was brutal it was graphic it worked it did but that's what it was so yes so yeah yeah. uh dawn of the dead blood blood gore one one of my favorite movies is what i was saying it's it's definitely gory but it's like looks like paint it looks like paint and um it's just way less detailed it's just a whole different era Oh, yeah. And people now have all the other zombie things to either be inspired by or to see what not to do. Absolutely. At this time, I'm the main thing that... And those guys worked on these movies. So, yeah, it was, literally, they were like, a oh, I can do better process. than I used to. Yes. I mean, <laughs> you can definitely see this is more the start of it. But the main identifying things to be able to tell between a normal person and a zombie, aside from the dead-eyed stare... A dead-eyed stare? dead-eyed stare oh do you know what a dead-eyed is while we're here no uh, you brought it up that's an uh, army of darkness evil dead thing so i was like mm, wow she's talking right. about dead-eyed no a i dead just dead-eyed stare i have phlegm a phlegm you got phlegm so uh is the blue skin they just have like a blue hue on their skin that look like a pin blew up in their pocket and then they uh, <laughs> rubbed it into their hands and then to try and cover it up, put some baby powder over it so you couldn't really see it as much, but it's there. It's like that scene from Ernest Goes to Jail when he's chewing on that pen and it gets all over his face. Uh, movie review I fucking dia. Oh yeah, I love all the Ernest, not all the Ernest movies, but I do love many Ernest there movies. There are some classic oh, yeah, classics. Ernest movies. And actually um, there's definitely one I mean, he has holiday movies, so we should pull those out around holiday times for sure. You're right. We're going to need holiday movies anyway. We already did Garfield. As if there aren't plenty of holiday. We don't have... This isn't like a short-term thing, for me at least. I feel like there are so many opportunities of things to discuss. I always say that I think I'm going to run out, but I mean... (sighs) It's insane. I guess I won't because I'm just going to have to keep going. So I'll just be like... Oh, yeah, this. You're also a a child of media, much like I was. You grew up in front of the TV. Yes. You grew up either if you didn't have 
tapes or records to listen to. You were listening to the radio at some point, like when you were traveling to and from places with your mom. The radio oh, was yeah. always the on radio in the car. Was on. Yes. Like I never went anywhere with my Mojo. dad without there being music playing. Yeah. So it's just we're media people. We yeah. Media people. <laughs> Um, and we were, were talking about the blue skin. I just remember this as you were talking about the blue skin. Okay, he, I know that it was a, it ended up bluer than Tom Savini wanted, but I also know that George Romero liked that kind of look because he was going more for a comic book feel in this movie. He Explain. Wanted to, he wanted the colors and the way things look to look more like what comic books looked at that time. See, that's weird to me, because when I think of comic books, I think of bright colors, and these were all very dulled colors. Kind of. Think about the blood, though. It was very bright red. The blood was the only thing that I think was bright, so maybe that was the point? Uh, to make everything was, else to make seem... it more comic booky. Because the and way the that skin. I even explain the skin, I don't think the skin was necessarily bright. I think it looked like it was like powdered over, like it, was a, it wasn't... Uh, think of 70s. Like comic ev- books though everything those were more dull toned I, yeah kind of everything was more yellow like old uh, Tales from the Crypts and stuff like that but that's just what George said he was just going for a comic book feel it flashed back as soon as you were talking about the blue skin but the blood makes sense in that oh yeah it's so red mindset it's almost orange at times Mm-hmm. and it definitely looks like paint Thin paint. Yeah, paint. It definitely looks like paint. And it almost looks orange at some points, like a reddish orange. <laughs> it's interesting. So, the so, movie. Yeah, so the movie begins. This is this has definitely been going on for some time. I'd say it seems like it's been going on for maybe a week or two weeks at the most. Because there seems to be knowledge. A little bit, yeah. Not, I mean, the SWAT team just seems like they're not a good SWAT team. No, no. they don't look like they're very skilled, very at, racist at what team. they do. <laughs> they're just not good at their jobs. They're very scared to make decisions. Um, they fumble a lot. They're very slow to get to their guns. I mean, there are zombies coming at them. Yeah, and that it takes them way too long to do what they need to yeah. do. So, but then in conversation. Otherwise, it seems like there's been at least enough time for them to learn some of their behavior to understand that they're not going after each other, only humans, uh, the patterns and stuff, the hillbillies as they're going in a helicopter over all of the rural land, all of the hillbillies are ready, they're getting their guns, they're excited to hunt, they're hunters. Yeah. And they're all, I mean, they have like... A fucking bonfire, basically, in celebration uh-huh. of getting ready. And it, I mean, the music changes. It turns into almost, it's kind of comical. You just see that the music changes. Beer cans are being uh, opened. Beer's sloshing everywhere. Yeah, but it's, everyone's getting ready to go hunt. Yeah, but still, I mean, you're talking about the timeline. Do you think that's, what do you think, how long it's been? I think it's long enough that people are less scared and are now ready to take matters into their own hands. Because when you see that initially, you're going to be like, whoa, what the fuck? And then it's, oh, we just got to shoot them? All right, let's all get together and shoot them. I feel like, like you said, maybe it it has only been a week or two. But I I mean, I would say that that's a fair amount of time. I would probably put it, I just don't think it just happened. I think it's been going along enough time that people are 
less afraid and more ready to take matters into their own hands. I get the exact opposite feel. The only people that are ready to take things in their own hands are those hillbillies. And I think they would have done it from day one. Like, oh, I got to shoot somebody. Do, 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 do. I feel like everything's going down. I might feel that way also just because, I mean, they already have the guns and stuff, but. Yeah, but they already had the guns. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. They <laughs> so already have ready. the guns, so they're. I think they're just ready to go. But the mentality, I feel like they're trying, because there's a lot of social commentary that's happening in this. Yeah. That I feel like they're specifically kind of that good old boy mentality of let's get together, drink beer, and shoot guns. Yeah, but it's only them. Everyone else, every time you see a button broadcast or anything in the news thing, everyone else is just like, what the fuck is going on? But the majority of this movie takes place in a rural setting, and they talk about specifically how it's better to stay out in the country so yeah but they there's don't. not really a lot of comparison yeah that's true but they're at that mall which would still be a centralized area yeah but <clears throat> it still seems like all they show you around i mean they're not showing cities as they get there it's just no. a bunch of like trees and he, farmland i bet and, he would have if he uh could have afforded some sort of city a scene yeah where actually you could show some sort of catastrophe um there's in day of the dead you they do go into a city but in day of the dead it's been going on for a while mm -hmm. i don't remember any actual timeline but it's been going on for a while yeah and the idea <clears throat> that most of i mean the majority of this movie which we should play the trailer here very soon oh yeah, yeah um but the idea that the movie takes place in a shopping mall is a brilliant idea for a basis of a zombie movie, if you ask me. Because that's like the best fucking case scenario for a human being to have access to everything, I would say. Yeah, I. but he didn't even do it for that. He did it for the social commentary of everyone still flocking to this mall, even in death. Even in death. No, I understand. Yeah, like the story. But yeah. I'm just talking about like the people thinking like, oh, it's oh, one yeah. of those shopping centers. Like, yeah, we should stop I here. Actually, I think there'd be way more people there in real life, actually. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure if he could have paid more people to be there, there might have been a scene. But I think a whole town would have already been there and barricaded in in real life. Yeah, which is, again, I mean, it was enough time for there not to be anyone just wandering around anymore. So who Seems knows? Like there's a lot of people gone. That's yeah. I feel that way too. So it might so, be because it seems like time has a passed. A month or something. I know by the time we get to the end, it has been a couple months because they're in that mall for a while. But anyway, you want to do the trailer before we get too far into yeah, this? Yeah, let's uh, trailer let's it up. Do the trailer for Dawn of the Dead. Do you know when this came out? By the way, yeah, May twenty fourth, nineteen seventy nine. Nineteen seventy nine. Nineteen seventy nine. I'm sure it was filmed probably seventy seven, seventy eight. Probably 77 because he was editing himself with tape. Here we go. Oh, yeah. In 1968, George Romero brought us Night of the Living Dead. It became the classic horror film of its time. Not that room! Not that room! Now, George Romero brings us the most intensely I like that voice, the narrator. experience for all time. He's like you a Vincent Price kill. sound. The people it kills it's like a creepy sound to mm -hmm. it, too, and they use that creepy music. Oh, I meant the vocals. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I mean, it's just the vocals. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. I don't believe it. We're going to get out in the chopper. We've got to survive. Somebody's got to survive. They kill for one reason. They kill for food. 
they eat their victims. Imagine, if you will, that something has gone terribly wrong. I want that guy to read me bedtime stories. Hey, you don't have nightmares. Except the fact that there's no escaping the horrible consequences. That or everyone will just have a cool voice in my dreams. I don't have that same voice. Then it would never be scary. Dawn of the Dead is here. By the concept that these are our family members or our friends. They are not. They were not. What's cool about George, too, is he made the template for everyone in the future. Everyone in Zombie World pretty much followed the George Romero rules after this. Looks like a. Especially after the first one, Night of the Living Dead. What are they doing? Yeah. Why do they come here? Some kind yeah, of I would say that memory, definitely what they used to do. Was this was this a was new mold place in their lives? Oh yeah, there was zombie movies in the past, what but they weren't. They were like voodoo zombies. Mm-hmm. Especially compared to Night of the Living Dead. And then George was doing almost every decade because Day of the Dead comes out in the 80s. And he was using like each decade to do the social commentary on that. Hauntingly accurate vision of the mindless excesses of a society gone mad. The mindless excesses of a society gone mad. When there is no more room in hell. This is a long trailer. It's a very long trailer. We are down to the line. It's two minutes and 37 seconds. It's a long movie, too. Dawn of the Dead. Oh, yeah. That's a classic voice. You don't see trailers like that anymore, either. Did I hear my name? Did someone just say my name up in here? Who the... What the fuck? What's going on? What is going on here? Hey, I thought I heard... Did someone say my name? Someone said Dawn of the Dead. I don't know if that means anything to you. Yeah. So, uh, hello. My name is Dawn. Dawn of the Dead. And I heard you guys saying my name, and you're like, oh, it's Dawn of the Dead, and I'm like, here I am. I don't think you understand what's going on here. Oh, I'm, I'm here. You guys are, you have these microphones. You're here talking about me. What's up? My name's so, Dawn of the Dead. What's so, happening? So your last name's of the dead? Yeah. How do you spell that? Please my name, spell me of... My name is Dawn. First okay. name, Dawn. Well, for, okay, well, spell Dawn. How do you spell Dawn? D-A-W-N. Dawn. <laughs> do you... Do you actually write two U's or is it a W? Yeah, two U's like two boobs put together. <laughs> All Dawn. right, I fucking love you so far, Don. And then now, my how you spell of the last dead? name of the dead. Yeah, is that Italian? I'm not telling you who I am. I am I'm not here telling stories about my past. I'm tell I'm, I'm talking about my future. My name's Don. <laughs> last like name like of that. the dead. So last name O F T H E D E. A-D, yes, Dawn of the Dead, that's my name, I'm here to talk about me, apparently, you're so excited to see me. I don't think you understand what's going on, like I said earlier, because we're not talking about you, we didn't even realize that anyone could have the last name of the dead. Yeah, and you're sitting in my seat and pushed me out of it, I'm not really okay with what's happening right now. I was also going to say, you also shoved my wife, this is my wife Michelle, I don't think you should be doing things like that. Well, Michelle, you took up enough of this seat for a while, so it's my turn now, (laughs) you're saying my name, I thought you were inviting me in here, I thought this was my space to come in here, I I thought people were saying my name because they love Dawn, everyone everyone who meets Dawn loves Dawn. 
Dawn. I mean, so far, yeah, but you need to understand that we weren't talking about a lady. We were talking about a movie called Dawn of the Dead. It's four words. It sounds like your name is just two words, and the last word is of the dead. This so, does not make sense. They made a movie about Dawn? <laughs> I mean, they made... Uh, no, there's no... Actually, there is no dawning in it now that I think about it, but it's also not about you unless you've uh, seek, sought refuge in a mall during a zombie apocalypse. Well, I mean, a mall is full of zombies. What are we even talking about here? So, my name's Dawn, again, Dawn of the Dead. We don't need to talk about spaces. We don't need to talk about how many words we have in our names. I bet you, how many names do you have in your name? Uh, I have three total. Oh, three. are we special? Yeah. Oh, I got two. I do like to think I'm my special. My first name is Dawn, last name of the dead. That's it. Are you married? Did you marry a man named of the dead, or is this a maiden name? I was born into the of the deads, and let me tell you. <laughs> What's your mother's name? My mom. <laughs> yes, your mom. My my mom's first name is uh, is Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, so Dawn. Yes. I got, oh my God! I almost died. Did you set that up to kill me? I didn't do anything. I just walked into here after everyone was saying my name in this room. I, that's the other thing. You, to hear you saying... So what's this movie about anyway? If it's, it's a, not about Dawn, Dawn of the Dead, even though it has my name. Zombies. All right, I'm out of here. I don't believe in this. You guys need Jesus. I'm out of here. <laughs> I mean, that was fucking weird. I don't know how she got in the house at all. And I feel like we should call the police. I don't appreciate her ripping my headphones off of me and pushing me out of my seat. And now I think about it, should I have, like, defended your honor? No, you are clearly not a man who will fight for my honor. So, (laughs) we don't... She was kind of threatening. She was a strong woman. I wasn't about to, you know, get in her way. She had a right. I mean, if if that's her name, she thought... I mean, I don't know who she is or how she got in the house, but sorry. Psycho. It reminds me of another time another crazy lady came into a house I was in. Mm-hmm. Go on. I was. Uh, it was my first day going to sound class school in Chillicothe, Ohio. I had this house that two other dudes were supposed to show up the next day in. So yours truly had the first night to himself. And guess what he did? Uh, <laughs> I masturbated. But uh, I was sitting in the room. I would have probably as in well. The fa- well, of course you would have. I was in the family room. I guess that's what you call it, the TV area. And I'm just sitting there watching the tube. And all of a sudden, this crazy like bag lady walks in. And she's like, eh, ah, ah. And I just look up and I'm like, who are you? And she's just like, wah, I'm like, you have to go. And I had... The door was just open. She just walked in, and I had to get her out. And then I brought it up to the landlord. His name was Jeff. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's... I can't remember her name. He's like, oh, that's Bernice. Yeah, she does that from time to time. You should keep the door locked. Like, oh, fuck. Long, tall Bernice. Long, tall. She was actually very short. Okay. Looks like she had about three coats on. Short, shaky Bernice. (laughs) She was very shaky. (laughs) It's like you saw her. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. I'm going to steal a Werther's original. You're going to steal a Werther's. I can do. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, so it opens up in the newsroom. Catastrophe. Catastrophe. Who we got here? We got Flyboy. We do have protesters in the TV studio. Yeah, it's crazy. While they're on air, which I think is interesting. Yeah, they're like yelling at everything. They're not outside where the mayhem is. They're inside. They're just like blocked off behind the cameraman yelling during the TV broadcast, which is fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're trying to warn everybody about what's going on. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, this is a lie. So this is where we get to meet two of our main characters, which I can't remember their actual names. I just know I call him Flyboy. Because he ends up flying the helicopter to leave. And then they end up calling her Fly Girl. So we either call her Fly Girl or we call her Jennifer Lopez. We it's call up her to fl- you. Fly Girl. Okay. So we're going with Fly Girl and Fly We don't want to confuse anyone. Jennifer Lopez was not, not in this movie. the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> it was her first movie. She was a baby. I wonder how old she would have been. Her first movie was Mi teens. Familia. Mi Familia. Is that for real? Mm-hmm. Mi Familia. I've never heard of it in my life. Not once. So, there's Catastrophe, and they're all like, hey, we got to get the fuck out of here. So they steal a helicopter, and this Well, was first the of first all, there's a, there's a fucking police. There's a SWAT raid, and there's a bunch of racism. No, that's after they leave. Is it? Yeah, they leave to take off. And then this is the first time I've ever noticed that he kills the helicopter, uh... Like controlman, control place mm-hmm. guy, he, and he was not a zombie. He Correct. just killed him to steal the helicopter, mm-hmm. and then then we do go to meet our next to meet our next uh, two Character. main people at the SWAT team thing, which you were right earlier. Worst SWAT team ever. Yeah, they c- seem completely untrained for being SWAT. SWAT's supposed oh, to yeah. be serious fucking business. I'm pretty sure that's what SWAT stands for: serious fucking business. Yeah, and. They were not able to manage at all. No, not at all. And like they weren't in any formation. And as soon as those people busted out of the yeah, they seemed to forget that they they had guns, and then they couldn't like (laughs) get to them. Like there was just a big struggle. But there was a time period in the beginning where their lives were being threatened, and they. Their, their thought. I mean, now it seems like the very first thing that a cop does is go for their gun. Yeah. But n- at that time, it was a lot of yeah, confusion, and there was a lot of time where there, they Except were just the one confused. Guy. Except for the one guy who mm-hmm. was a supreme racist. And this is oh my the, goodness. And this is the racial social commentary that he puts on there. Mm-hmm. That this guy, this white guy, feels he has the privilege and the right to just shoot anybody in that building that has brown skin because he just starts. Once they get in that building, he starts just kicking doors in and going fucking ape shit. And if yeah. they have brown skin, they get shot in the fucking head. And as far as this movie goes, you don't have to have like real brown skin. You just have to wipe oh. some brown <laughs> face on and you are yeah. and put throw a bandana on and yeah. you're brown skin enough to be shot and Yeah, that Mex or that Puerto Rican guy that comes out of that. He's Puerto Rican. He it was such a bad brown face <laughs> and they just glued a mustache on him that was really big and white. It looked like uh, what was that fucking rat's name? Speedy Gonzalez. It looked like Speedy Gonzalez mustache just mm-hmm. taped onto his face. Or was it Yosemite Sam? That one too. No, Yosemite Sam's got more that uh, red, red bushy, that more, that yeah. Sam Elliott. Mm-hmm. That Coors, That's true. <laughs> the banquet beer. The Coors mustache? Yeah, yeah. So this is in, you get to meet uh, Roger, one of our four main characters, the white dude okay. that's in the SWAT one, in the SWAT team. And then later we get to meet my favorite, 
person in the world, <laughs> Ken Faree. Ken Faree, who comes out <laughs> looking like Janet Jackson in a Rhythm Nation video, even though this came out before that. <laughs> you talking about that jumpsuit, the SWAT team jumpsuit he's yes, wearing? Yes, he straight looks like he's it, uh, out of a Janet Jackson it, video. It cuffs down to his boots <laughs> at the end. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. He's scary when he first comes in this uh, movie, though, because he's wearing that gas mask. Let's not forget his voice. He has the most unique voice yes. I've heard in a while. Deep. Very like, deep. And the way he says words. It's like monotone, but too. not. It's very odd. It's just serious. Right. It's almost like what he says you're going to do. God damn it. <laughs> brother. God damn it, brother. <laughs> this is a war. <laughs> or something. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I should have written that yeah. down. God damn it, brother. So now we've officially met the four people that are the main characters of the whole movie. Fly girl, fly boy. Fly boy, Roger. And I don't even know what Ken Faree's fucking name is in this movie. I just call him Ken Faree the whole time. Yeah, we weren't as invested in the characters, even though it's there's a lot of time spent with character development. This is an older style movie, which is something that we were talking about that we appreciate and we've talked about many times, where you can have just chunks of time where there doesn't have to be a ton of meaningful dialogue, per se, or action. It's just situational and feeling the moment it's it puts you in the environment for yes. me. it doesn't so it has it doesn't have that what i call the mtv editing style where it's just cut to this angle cut to this angle cut to this angle cut to this angle and then they you know a movies now they all want to trim the fat trim the fat mm-hmm. i find the fat from back in the 70s and 60s movies and even in 80s some movies, movies in some now. 90s movies well, yeah and this isn't all movies of course yeah. but it just seems there was they cared more to show me what the atmosphere was, so I actually connected that I'm in that room. For me nowadays, I'm never mm-hmm. I'm never in the room. I can connect to a person more nowadays. Like when I see movies like Avengers or anything like that. Yeah. I don't remember the atmosphere. I remember the actual person and like what they could do. And that doesn't actually put me there because I'm mm-hmm. not an M- not super empathetic person. So I need to be in the room feeling the actual scene and not yeah. connecting to the person, which, oh, mic situation. Yeah, in previous episodes when you have messed with it and it did that, it cut your voice out. So I need a new mic cable, I guess. Or not touch it. Or one you of the just two. need to stop fiddling, fiddling. Using those fiddling fingers. So I do appreciate that tone. Of these movies. And it was a tone that bored me when I was younger. Speaking of tones. Tones. Let's talk about the old gunshot sounds that, that used to be in movies compared Ba-dew. to what there are now. Ba-dew, 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 ba-dew. It has like ricochet sounds. <laughs> Sig's hitting it off of metal. Because <laughs> when they great. get in the mall, right? Okay, so they flew if They all meet each other eventually and they all get in a helicopter. Mm-hmm. And they fly to that mall eventually. Yeah. And he's in the basement. Where all those gas lines are and all those tubes are, and he shoots the gun at that zombie, and it's literally like. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Ken Furry. Ken Furry's eyes are so far apart that he looks like he can breathe underwater. (laughs) He is very amphibious. (laughs) I love Ken Furry, though. I love the way he acts, the way he looks. (laughs) He's such a unique person that you're just just drawn to him. Uh. He's definitely very unique. He's and he still is as an adult. 
not as an adult as uh, as time has gone by all of these decades since then. Because again, you said oh, this yeah. was like seventy nine. Yep. This would have been like forty fucking years ago. Yeah, and I don't think he acts a lot, but I know that like Rob Zombie will utilize him. Oh yeah, and he utilized him because he was in his favorite horror stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, why wouldn't you? That's what I would do if I was a director. I'd be like, who are all my favorite people that I know aren't working that much? Yeah, and then you probably get him for a good price. And then you raise him to start him again, and you make money together. And I'm sure Ken Farid doesn't friend. cost as much as he wishes he did. I'm sure he costs more now than he did before. Horror conventions he and did, things? Uh, those Rob Zombie movies and horror conventions. Yeah. They, they make a ton of movies. That definitely stepped up his conventions. game. Being able to go to those, though, yeah. so people could actually like see you and separate you, yeah. and it makes people... Because I... I mean, you know this. People do not respect horror movies and horror movie actors like they do other actors. No. So this it's, too, it's cheesy, technically. Yes. So even if... I mean, there are people who will consider uh, horror movie conventions and things like that cheesy, but at the same time, it is their time to shine. I mean, that is their... Uh, environment where people come to see them and people are into stuff like that and it gives them the ability to kind of capitalize on what they've done whereas the outside world isn't really giving that to them no and imagine and imagine the opportunity there's a point in history where you did something once and you made your money and you were done on it yeah now thanks to things like dawn of the dead those sweater zombie and the nurse zombie can go to a weekend in indianapolis mm-hmm. and they can put some extra money in their pocket i know it's kind of weird to have to pay for that kind of stuff but at the same time people will do it they they'll do it and i don't think it's that bad because like they brought a lot of joy in our life so if i can just give them a little bit of money and they're gonna live off of it and it was only 20 bucks out of my pocket once then kudos to them i think kudos to them also in the sense that they really kind of embrace i mean obviously they're within the genre but it's really a kind of open and i think that there's a lot of embracing that happens that allows that whereas and i mean they do it with like comic book stuff because they have the comic book conventions but how many other types of movies can you go to a convention and meet your favorite fucking actors that were in any side actors yeah, or, yeah. you know, and take a picture with them and yeah. talk to them. And yeah. you just have to pay a little bit of money. Yeah. Like, that's... You wouldn't be able to do that with fucking Brad Pitt or George Clooney. No, or any of those... All fucking, way above that, they wouldn't. Too. Well, yeah, yeah, but they would never put themselves out there to be able to I do wonder, one-on-one things like that. I wonder if there are things like that, though. I wonder if there's, like, a, a, a rom-com convention. I kind of fucking doubt it. I've never thought about that, though. Like it seems like it's only. I don't think people are that ravenous though, as horror movie fans are. Horror movie fans are and comic rav- books. and comic book fans, yeah. Comic book ravenous. stuff has uh, really blown up, and it seems like a yeah, lot of those yeah. uh, do kind of cross over sometimes too. Yeah, because a lot of people are into fucking horror. Yes, and a lot of people like yes. comic book movies because a lot of there's a lot of fucking violence and action in those. Uh huh. And then for some reason. We're, we're so ravenous about it that we want everything that has to do with it. Oh, mm-hmm. you put that on a shirt? I have to have it. You put that as a doll? Sorry. I have to have that. Yeah. So it's it's almost built in. It's almost... It's so weird. It's, it, it's, it's such a good... Never would have thought about a rom-com convention. 
It's just <laughs> allowing comedy us convention. to, I mean, we're definitely at a time where life is easy enough for us that we are able to pay for sucks, sucks, such yeah, luxuries, pay for, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> pay for such luxuries as just being able to meet someone who entertained you mm-hmm. and that means something to you because mm-hmm. having to deal with the everyday life. I mean, we as a people, as a human race, since the beginning have always really uh, valued entertainment. Yes. And relaxation time. Yes. And looking on the bright side and just fucking laughing and having a laugh about things. So oh, yeah. shit like this is really important. No it- matter what people say, and people might want to like bitch about the media, but they still love movies. They still love music. <laughs> like they still love the media. They love media. Everyone loves entertainment. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So Absolutely. I think it's nice that people like Ken Forey do have the ability. I wouldn't know who Ken Forey was if it wasn't for you. But being introduced to stuff like that. I know who the fuck Ken Furry is, and I know that he's a motherfucking badass, and I wouldn't have known anything about him before. So, yeah, kudos to Ken Furry and his fire apart eyes. So, <laughs> that's right. Circle back. So, they're all too. together, and they are in a helicopter flying. They want to stay in more of a r- rural, rural area. area, as was discussed. And they talk about going to Canada. Yes. And then they see one of those inside shopping centers do you want to do you want to talk about the first stopping at that place to get gas and that they just weren't able to get gas because that stuff had been picked through people already gas. came through they said that there was wasn't very much that most uh, people came through and took everything already at that shop where they shot the kids yeah and the, if, i'll let you talk about that but i was just talking about more from like a survival a standpoint that was a big deal back in the day showing kids get shot but they were zombies mm-hmm. you gotta take care of them Especially when two are coming at you at the same time. I really wanted to talk about the uh, Frankenstein head zombie that gets his top of his head chopped off. Oh, yeah, that was very... <laughs> and you could tell they put like an extra two inches on top of his head <laughs> yeah. just so they could take it off with the uh, helicopter blades. Still a really cool effect. And the blood, how it just started like streaming down. Yeah. It's, orange blood streaming down yeah, the side yeah, of his yeah. head. It was a really cool effect. The way they did that is they put a bunch of string and gauze in that thing and just coiled it up mm. and then they just pulled it really hard and it just that's tore yeah. off the top it looked and later believable enough. drew in the blades yeah because that was when you had to actually draw things in mm-hmm. which is pretty neat if you ask me so then they go to the mall they find this mall yes hey let's check that fucking mall out let's see if they got any uh supplies and they have everything again like i said yeah. previously i th- I it's a fucking mall uh, and malls you s- that at this time they said new indoor shopping centers so this was a new thing i don't know when i think malls were like they huge were in the 80s so yeah this was they were brand new malls were filled the stores were filled. It's not like going into a mall now and half of the stores have nothing in them. Yeah, and there was anything. It was everything. Everything. Food, guns, uh, clothing, uh, furniture, everything. all of it. Like everything. everything that you would need to survive. And I miss going to malls that were like that. And having that feeling. Yeah. That's one of those things that will never. It's weird to. Be a part of things that will never happen again that were fads that seemed like they weren't fads and just how life was. Uh Uh-huh. And now it's just going to be gone. And it was really kind of a short-lived thing. It was just 
a couple decades and you know, for it being a big thing. I mean, they still exist, but it's not like it used to be. People yeah. were obsessed with going to the mall. There were movies, uh, Mall Rats, uh, Clueless. <laughs> like yeah, there, there were movies that movies. were like yeah. all about hanging out at the mall and just obsessing about the idea of the mall. It was just the coolest fucking there thing. There were board games about going to the mall. Mm-hmm. And then I, you can take this one step further and get all weird about it and say that well, let's do that, that form of shopping had been around for centuries too. They just put it indoors. Of, of going to somewhere and buying something. Or even multiple places like a flea market. Flea markets yeah. have been around forever, which is... So now it's, now it's just going to be downgraded to... It's either online shopping or small stores. There's not going to be any huge... I guess there's a few huge malls still, mm-hmm. but that's like an attraction now. Yeah. It's not just... And way overpriced. Yeah, because we used to have to go to Cincinnati or something to go to a mall, and we could go to like four different malls, and they were all yeah, awesome in their own way. And now, I don't want to go to a mall at all, because literally the last time we were in a mall, the tumbleweeds... Yeah, you <laughs> and, and I did actually see were blowing in the hallways. Leaves blowing. I was a poor kid growing up, so malls were something that I was not super familiar with. So to me, it almost seemed like it was even cooler and crazier because it was something that was too cool and expensive for me. That makes sense. Yeah. So I thought that malls were even like cooler and untouchable because I couldn't. Gave you that. Feeling. I couldn't go there. <laughs> so they were untouchable to me. <laughs> couldn't go there. Gave you that feeling when you walked in, like, oh, I'm in something it special. It felt fucking cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah, it was yeah. big and it was shiny and everyone wanted to sell you things. And you're walking through buildings and all of these different shops are trying to get your attention in some way. Yeah, yeah. So you'd walk by and there'd be like music playing or there'd be weird lights or. Uh, people standing outside trying to give you fucking samples or whatever, <laughs> but it's lights. all within a, a a smaller enclosed space. So yeah, it felt like it was definitely cool, and all it was was consumerism. That's all the fuck that it this yeah. <laughs> was. But growing up with very little money and not having like extra money to spend, when I went to a mall, it was serious business. I've been to a mall probably a, a considerably less amount of times than you have. Oh, I'm sure. We would go to the mall not often, but sometimes you just walk around and look at stuff and eat. Yeah, yeah, we would. And we'd go to like uh like whatever the clothes store was. Mm-hmm. Like a, would it would it be JC Penny at the time? Yeah, or probably. Sears or Macy's. Yeah, Sears it sounds familiar. My mom would actually get clothes. Mhm through there and then we'd go to the music store because there'd always yeah. be like four or five cd stores and then two music actual stores music the, stores like they were the instrument most, stores yeah and you could buy sheet music and things yes uh, yeah willis music do you remember willis music i do i used to go in there all the time play the pianos i didn't know how to play them but i would still play them mm-hmm. they had such nice stuff in there and it sounded good yeah it looked good because it was all shiny and behind glass and stuff Music stores were always my favorite stores. Usually, I mean, the CD stores were my favorite stores. That's where, you bought, that's where you bought the most stuff. Yeah. Yeah, at a CD store for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was definitely, if I was able to go, if I got like, was able to spend something or like a gift card or something, and it was just, like a special thing to be able to go there, it would be like an event 
to go and just look around everywhere, whether I, <laughs> even though I knew I wasn't going to be able to buy anything, go and sample things and look at stuff and <laughs> being young and walking into Spencer's for the first fucking oh, time. Yeah. And going into the back where you can look at the cards that have wieners and stuff on them. And did, like, oh, oh, that shit was the funniest stuff when I was a kid. And I was just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I'm not supposed to be looking at this, but I can because no one's stopping me yeah, from looking yeah. at this because yeah, yeah. this isn't technically an adult store, but yeah. it has like adult themes in it. Yeah. So it's really just like up to your parents' discretion. <laughs> and my dad doesn't know where I am right now because yeah. he's in a different store. <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> and then going into Hot Topic for the first time and being oh, like, man. wow, this is just really mostly not for me. Uh-huh. But then I would always love looking at the t-shirts. Oh, yeah. The wall of t-shirts was always cool. Mm-hmm. And I would always still look at everything even if things didn't always appeal to God. me because it's also Hot Topic, Hot Topic was always trying to you know trying to make other things cool like i'm gonna take this i'm gonna take like teenage mutant ninja turtles and blow it up and then i'm gonna you know oh let's let's obsess over nintendo and things and so just different all those different phases so it was just interesting to look at stuff i always had a i don't want to say love-hate relationship but i could always get killer shirt no because i didn't love it at all i just could always get good shirts there and then i always hated being in there because you could you know that you could at least get that their shirt selection, that, that you could either find time. something cool or you could yeah. find something funny. I think it's still like that because if if I'm in a, <clears throat> the last time we were in a mall, we went into Hot Topic yeah. and we went straight to the fucking t-shirts and looked at yeah, them. Yeah, but they're not as, they're much more uh, cheese. No, not cheese. It, when I w- would walk in there back in the day and actually potentially buy something, it was much heavier t-shirts. It was much more. And I was into like Mudvayne and Slipknot and Slayer and bands like that. Now it's more like AFI and it's like trendier event, stuff. Not even a Veg Sevenfold, but like bands I don't even know, like Black Veil Brides and all this kind of stuff that oh, I just, yeah. I just don't know, and I know I will not enjoy. No, <laughs> no. So I think it's it's geared more towards that now. I think they lost the heavy. It's geared toward. Uh, high school girls. Yeah. Essentially. It, it always kind of was, though. Because that was the place where the reason I hated it is because <laughs> a girl that never looked <laughs> was into that kind of stuff at all could just walk into that store and spend $300 and walk back out and be like, this is my new look now. This is my new and life. Like, be like, bitch, I have holes in my jeans because I've been wearing them for two fucking years and they're actual holes. Yeah, but I'm going through <laughs> a phase right now, so... I'm angry at my mom. You know my theory on things, though. So I made her buy this stuff for me. (laughs) (laughs) You know my theory on stuff, though, of being punk and, like, metal and stuff is, to me, going and doing extra stuff and putting all the spikes and all the extra shit on seems Mm -hmm. to take so much extra time that it's way more of a punk mentality to me to be like, no, I just went and bought some pants and a shirt real quick and just put it on. It's I'm and fucking it done. Technically, is I don't care about how it looks. So I, by the way, going back into the a movie, movie. Uh, <laughs> that we haven't talked about at all. I changed, we've <laughs> talked about it, but I I switched the page. So they they did move into this, um, the shopping mall. mall. Yeah, they get there and they're like, oh yeah, this is a good place. And Let's they were not able to like acclimate, and I mean, there are uh, zombies kind of coming in and out, but they're able to they end up have their all of them out. own safe space. Yeah, yeah, and they clean things up, th- and they're there for months. Yes. They're able to turn what is just basically like a storage area into a housing area, like a home, like yeah. a home yeah. with bed and uh, 
fucking little, nightstands and yeah little apartments yeah they had beds and nightstands you're right i mean it was just it looked like a part an apartment yeah by the end of it for sure mm-hmm. so um, especially after because roger i mean they go and clean up the mall and they chain up all the uh zombies they remember they kill all the zombies and then their plan is to they put the dead ones in the freezer yeah but their plan is to go get the trucks yes the semi trucks and block and the entrances so no more zombies or people, people yes. can get in. And then during this is when Mr. Roger gets a little fucking nutso. He does get nuts. And starts just yelling. Because it's Ken Free and Roger in the trucks. Yeah, and then you have Flyboy up in the helicopter making sure they're all good. He seemed like he had his head on straight for the entire movie for the most part except for all of a sudden he just lost his shit out of nowhere i'd say he even has it together until he starts driving the truck like even as he's getting in the truck he's fine it's as soon as he starts the engine to that truck like, he just Woo! but yeah yeah and I, yeah it's just Woo! something in his brain just we got this switches. Woo, we got this and i don't know flyboy's name but when i changed the page it told me that the lady's name is fran fran who has been has, has, does she smoke cigarettes she smokes, right? Yeah, she smokes. Uh, and she's been drinking she's throughout yeah. the pregnancy oh, yeah. as well. Because yeah. we show, I mean, her belly goes from nothing to, she is full-blown pregnant. Prego. And she is drinking and smoking the whole I time. I think this is probably like the last era before they were like. When they really started really cutting started down on that shit. Really down on it. Yeah. Like you My can't. There, there's definitely, um, we've noticed that there's a trend in women who drink and smoke that your babies come out a little dumb behind <laughs> and small. So you should probably stop doing that. They come out so, with no lungs. Uh, it's, just, it's horrible. So. But yeah, Franny has so, been indulging the entire time. <laughs> yeah. So she's indulging. She's not actively doing th- things because she is fully pregnant now because she wanted to learn how to fly the helicopter yeah. she was in this time frame she was learning how to shoot yeah. m- mannequins and things so she was learning how to survive in her own ways but she wasn't able to go out and do like physical things like actually face the zombies yeah yeah so the men she go stay out back in the main area yeah and they're trying to get the trucks but one of the trucks aren't working so roger had to actually get down oh yeah he's like and trying like, to hotwire it. and hotwire it to get it started and then he doesn't pay attention and a zombie gets his fucking leg and the zombie gets his leg because he's he's in his own fucking weird he's mental state out, man he's like woo, yeah woo, we got uh, woo, yeah yeah he Yeehaw! just loses his mind he's not being careful and anymore even, he's not paying attention even ken freeze like he gets bit get it together man uh-huh he's giving Come on, brother. looks and stuff <laughs> like what the fuck are you doing? Uh, yeah, and he says to him, you're not just playing with your life, you're playing with mine. Uh-huh. Yeah, so... uh so he gets bit. So he gets like bit. like a fucking idiot. And uh, no one else, everyone else has been able to not get bit. Everyone, you know, they're not necessarily experienced, but everyone else has been able to survive and get better. Because they're not going off. And there. practicing. It's crazy because he's been kind of like the dude who you think is trying to keep it all together. Yeah. And he doesn't. And he's so he the one bit. who surprises. It's really surprising that he loses his shit and yeah. gets bit. Which I'd say when he gets bit and he get they get him back to the place, that's really like a next phase of the movie. Yeah, and it's a huge wake-up call for him, for sure, because he's just like, okay, uh-huh. I fucked up. Like, <laughs> yeah. but, but then he was just like, yeah, going to the next phase of the movie. And he says, you know, you got to use me before, like, like why you still have me. Yeah, like I've got shit to help take mm-hmm. care of before I die, so... 
I think it might be a good time to uh, head into a break. Let's take a break. And uh, yeah, Dawn of the Dead. This song is amazing, and it's all throughout the movie. So. Yeah, this is this is the main song when they're moving the trucks too. You should definitely watch this movie if for the uh, music alone. I love the music. <laughs> ah. We'll be right back, everyone. Presenting to you. Yes, yes, and welcome, welcome all to the Abraham Goddamn Lincoln One Minute Storytime Spectacular. All the producers around this fucking place thought maybe it was a good idea to bring such a historical figure such as myself into the studio and tell you about something that happened to me in one goddamn minute. So here I am, sewing two 30-second stories together to make it one minute. But we only got about 17 seconds left, so I'm just going to have to say goodbye. And thank you for listening to the Abraham Goddamn Lickin' One Minute Storytime Spectacular. Go fuck yourselves. This episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by... You'll never find another bocce ball like mine. Fall in love again with my bocce balls. You will want to go all the way when you see my bocce balls. Blue Ross Balls Get your beautiful behind down to the rise and shine And treat yourself to Blue Ross Bocce Balls Yeah Zombies in the courtyard, look out! They're gonna eat you! They're gonna bite you! And They're gonna t- rip your throats out! Yeah! Hello, we're back, we're reviewing Dawn of the Dead! Dawn of the Dead! We are back from our pee breaks! Yeah! Nice. <laughs> awesome. We are back. We are back. We, we are back. back. We are back. We are back. What is that? Is that a song by Backstreet Boys? We are back. No. Welcome back. To that welcome. same old place that you talked about. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, back. Welcome back to I watched us. that show recently. Not too recently, but later. Probably was, like a year ago. Was it rough? It was really hard to get through. I'm sure. 
I remember loving it. Wasn't it wasn't my favorite back in the day. I liked Horshack. Yes. I liked his character a lot. Yes. He made me laugh. But I never, it wasn't something that I was very invested in. Yeah. Here's my theory. I think I enjoyed the theme song so much that it made me like the show more. Because mm-hmm. the That's fucking fair. theme song is awesome. Yeah. I agree. But well, John Travolta sucks. that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed that you hung around. Have you ever liked John Travolta specifically? Um, I never had an opinion on him until much later in life. Really? And unfortunately, part of that opinion is swayed by his Scientology oh, action. Because I, not the movie Face Off? I enjoy the movie Face Off. I think I enjoy some John Travolta things, but he's kind of like Nicolas Cage, ironically, ha. where they both can put out really good work, but they can also both put out Really terrible Mostly work. Mostly terrible work. Yeah, but they both just take anything. Especially Nicolas Cage. Isn't he trying to like... Isn't he so deep in money debt that he needs to just take anything he could? Maybe. I think I read that somewhere. And I, that's why there's so many things. That makes sense, but, but it sucks. My, my opinion on John Travolta... I think he's probably a douche. And I don't know. I think people say that he's nice. Yeah, but he's nice for the wrong reasons. He's trying to get you to Xenu. no thank you (laughs) so we are back we're here to review and discuss and commentate the movie dawn of the dead for you yes because we just watched it again for the second time yeah we're back so we just roger's been bit that's where we were left off did i just hear someone say my name again damn it how are people getting into our you house? Guys, you guys, get out of my way. You guys you left. Shut my wife. You guys left the door open. Uh, I have been known to do that. Yes, it is not not the. Excuse me. So the big doors open. The screen doors closed. But I heard you say my name. I was like, oh, they want me to come back. <laughs> I was just walking down the street. My uh, my daughter Thomas is delivering Girl Scout cookies. So I thought that. Uh, Maybe you were trying to get my attention and you wanted to talk to Dawn again. Did you say your daughter, Thomas? 2019's a different That's, time, honey. All right. I'm fine with that. All right. I'm just checking. i just make sure my ears are working correctly. But we're delivering Girl Scout cookies in the area for all the people who took who took orders. Michelle, is that who you ordered the Girl Scout cookies from you told me you were getting today? No, I'm actually waiting for someone else to drop Girl Scout cookies off, so uh, What the fuck? Okay, so... So you're telling me uh, that in my motherfucking neighborhood, in my little community around here, you're not ordering Girl Scout cookies from my daughter Thomas? No, because first of all, we never met Thomas, and this is the first time we've also met you, Dawn. No, this is the second time today that I have come in here and talked to you because I thought you were calling me. I thought we were here to talk about Dawn again. I I don't want to insult you, Dawn, but I really don't think there's much to talk about with you. Well, honey, I have plenty to talk about. Let me tell you, most of my neighbors leave the blinds open. Oh, you're one of those. I got plenty to talk about, honey. My husband's on the road. My husband's a truck driver, so I don't see him very much. It's just me, my cigarettes, and my bottles of wine every evening. Oh, bottles of wine. You bottles like to sip of it back, wine. Huh? Are you drunk right now? Bottles of wine. How 
do you think I got to get through this dropping off Girl Scout cookies? I can't makes, eat the cookies. It also makes sense as to why you would enter a stranger's house at any time you hear potentially the word dawn. Listen here, Mr. Man with a microphone. First time we were strangers. We're not strangers no more. I did beg to differ. I, I beg to differ as well. We're just going to agree to disagree. Okay, so do you want to talk to Dawn of the Dead or not? <laughs> no, that was never the goal. We were talking about a movie called Dawn of the Dead. So what am I supposed to do when I'm walking again. around my neighborhood and uh, someone is yelling my motherfucking name out the house? Why don't you keep my name out your motherfucking mouth? Right, I guess we'll have to all call right? something different. All right. Well, D-O-T-D. I'm, all right. Well, I got cookies to deliver before I watch the Super Bowl. So I got I got to go. I, Goodbye. Bye. Uh, I don't think they're probably official Girl Scout cookies. Probably you need to just lower your mouth. Just lower your voice. She just left. Don't say anything mean or she'll come back. Especially if I say Alright. We're DOTD. So we're we're reviewing a movie. If you can read, good, you know what we're talking about. If you can't read Yay. Uh you need to just rewind. Be kind. <laughs> Unlike do you remember those the tapes? The person who was just here. Do you remember those tapes when we would go to VHS rental places and they would have the melted tape on the counter? That was like the warning of don't leave a VHS tape out in the sun. No, I've never seen that. <laughs> really? I remember going, you remember when Kroger was in the original location? Yeah. And they had the video rental area? That the sun probably beat down on all day? No, they actually had a tape that they said someone had left out on their dashboard. And they came out, and it was, like, warped. They fucked up. Mm-hmm. And it was a display to warn you to not put... That's smart. ...tapes out in the sun. Mm-hmm. Look, it's probably somebody put a torch to it. I think it makes sense if it were just a really hot day. They left their windows up. They left it on the front of their dash, and it just baked. Because it would have been in a plastic case as well. Yeah. So just all plastic. Yeah, it would have been. Either in one of those black ones or the clear ones. I would imagine the clear ones. Yeah. Probably clear. This is what I think yeah, I remember. Yeah, you're right. From Kroger then. had clear. Kroger, Kroger clear. Clear Kroger. Clear Kroger. It was right by the donuts that <laughs> rental place was. God, Kroger rented movies. I guess they still do with the Red Box. Yeah, they do have Red Box machines. Red Box. So we are talking about this movie. And as. We're talking about this movie, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, fuck, I said it. Well, hopefully she's far enough away that we don't have to worry about her anymore. So we mentioned that Fran is ready to pop. Yes. What's this? Uh, Roger has been bit. Roger has been bit. Uh, Ken Faree is annoyed and scared and terrified because his <laughs> friend is now going to die and he knows it. But he he's, knows he's the man who's got to take charge. Yes. And then we still have Flyboy. And Flyboy. And he knows that he's going to have to rely on Flyboy from now on, which means he's also going to have to... Sort of teach him things. Because Flyboy is not necessarily a person with tremendously good character. He's, yeah, he's not the most traditional manliest man in the world. And again, he shot someone in the head to steal their plane, right? Uh, as far as I see it, That's yeah, what to it, steal that helicopter. Because that guy's face was not blue. No, he did not look zombied. And he was just sitting in a chair like he was just doing controller he things. He was just doing his job, so yeah. And then we, we, for the first time in a while, 
see actual human beings again, not zombies, after all of this time. Oh, no. Roger's got to die first. Has he died already? No. They, he helps them because they got to get supplies. He's like, I'm going to help you out. Get Let's get supplies. supplies. And then Ken Free builds that fake wall. Remember to hide, yes. the, the, hide, the, to hide the hallway so nobody knows that there's a upstairs and that you yes. can get to it. And then Roger dies first. Which is genius. So she's still super pregnant, but Roger dies and then Ken Free has to take him out with a bullet. Yes, because he said, I don't want to be like that. And then many months go by and they're just like living and she's still pregnant, pregnant. That's right. So I think like a month goes by or two months because now by the time we get to the next scene where we do see more humans and it's like the next pretty much final scene of the movie. She's like, about gonna to pop. pop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then we do see the humans. We have, we are Tom inter- Savini and his uh, motorcycle gang. Tom Savini with a switchblade combing his mustache. Every time <laughs> I've ever seen Tom Savini in a movie, he pops up. He's an asshole. He gets killed. That's true. It's so he true. comes with something to prove. He's got a fucking mouth on him and he fails every time. He, he gets some shit done between then and the end, but there's always an end for Tom Savini's character. Are you thinking of mostly uh, from dusk till dawn? That's a big one too, but I just feel <laughs> he like anything super he's one. ever popped up in, he's just like, <clears throat> like I'm re- I'm coming here to shoot him up to fuck people up. I'm coming here to take what I want and fuck shit up. And that's the Tom Savini way. Yeah, but I mean, if he's <laughs> someone who's involved in um, the the gore and stuff, correct? Yeah, he was the main. So, of course, he's going to include some sort of death. I mean, I mean, so he can do something for himself. Yeah. How did he die in this one? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Huh. But Uh, I thought just watch. But to me, he usually plays a bad guy as far as I'm concerned. Usually. But I do think it's interesting that so this gang basically comes up. They there is a radio conversation that had happened. So these people know that someone is in the mall. Yeah, they see that helicopter, right? Is that what it was? I don't remember. I know that they, I just remember them being on the radio. He's teaching inside. Flyboy's teaching Franny how to fly the helicopter. Okay. And while Franny and her and Flyboy are up in the air, and as they land, it's a real big moment for those two. And then they immediately cut to the gang watching them. So it's an immediate like feeling okay. of accomplishment. But then also you just got found out. Okay. And they're like, oh, they got a whirly bird. And then, but they do. So the people do make radio contact with yeah, them. That night. Yes. And uh, and they, <laughs> they're so funny in that scene. And they arrive. That scene's so funny when they're talking to him on the radio. Because oh, yeah. it's like, how many you got there? And then the whole, whole crew in the background is just like. Mm-hmm. He's just like, shut up, guys. That sounds very shut unprofessional. <laughs> um, we only have three. <laughs> <laughs> Not even trying. Mm-hmm. And then when he's like, all right, we don't like people who don't share. You just fucked up big time. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's not they, even share because they would just come in and take everything oh, they yeah, wanted. That's all they ever wanted is they were just going to take everything. So when they do arrive, 
and they see all of these zombies around the area, what I think is interesting, because they do make their way inside. Yeah. They are robbing the zombies of their jewelry. They're taking their wallets. Yeah. Like, because they also have to, you know, attack them to find the actual people and to take over the mall. Yeah. But, I mean, they still, for whatever reason, believe that human possessions, uh, that money and currency depending on how long this lasts. Because, yeah. again, it seems like it's been going on for a little bit. Yeah. And every other zombie thing, money doesn't become as important anymore. Yeah. So like, it's interesting for me to see that money was still, in their minds, going to be important. I see. I, I don't know what would happen in that situation. Would money become less important, or would money become more important? I think it depends on how successful people are. And fighting the zombies. Okay, so if like there's a safe haven, you're gonna want something that's gonna get you a high yes. position. But if it's just all chaos and it's money just does not fucking matter. Like The Walking Dead, where it's all survival. It's, money doesn't matter. At money all means Dead. nothing. Yeah. People will burn money for warmth. And it's it's all about actual food. Yes. And resources. And, and ammo is a big thing. I think in a later uh, George Romero movie like Land of the Dead or something money mm-hmm. is still like a thing because they're like have high rise well this could be the social commentary as well yeah. and who knows maybe in that area money is still something maybe they know something hey old Jim is still giving out cash for or he's giving out food for jewelry yeah who knows who knows that's a but it is very still much the commentary on the uh, commercialism of this time mm-hmm it's so decadent because like seventies was a very decadent time anyway, right? It's all cocaine and discos and excess. So as part of the social commentary, them like clinging to the consumerism as survival, and then it being like that's you still can't survive on just that. I think that's part of it, yeah. Because still, even in this situation, mm-hmm. all you still care about is those that jewelry. That actually means fucking nothing right now. Well, I meant from the other perspective. What do you mean? I'm sorry. I, mis- like I misunderstood. The, the people shacking up in the mall and thinking that they have everything. Yeah. Because they have all of these things. Oh. But then, and then they survive for a while. Yeah. But that still isn't enough because something's still going to. Yeah. you still need more than that because someone's still going to come and like fuck your world up. Yeah. I don't see them ever doing it that much. They seem more about the survival stuff mm-hmm. instead. But as time goes on, because before all this shit goes down, and then it's just showing them living. But they decorated like they get like I was gonna say, the longer they get used to it, it does seem that they sink back into that yes. materialism. You're right. Yes, because then like they're doing nice dinners, and she's wearing like fur coats and shit, and yeah. putting makeup on and stuff. Because it yes yeah because it wasn't just about survival anymore it was just we have all of these things Yeah, they got comfortable so then the the old habits of yeah that's pretty cool i never thought about that i didn't either until we just talked about conversation so (laughs) there you go bam um so yeah tom savini's there they are robbing zombies it's a whole motorcycle gang for who doesn't know yes Um, it basically turns into a fucking circus because <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, they all of a the sudden there are pies and they are pieing zombies in the face. Yeah, and it's funny music. But, but, but wouldn't you think at this point, first of all, the, the pies might not be fresh enough to eat anymore. But isn't that kind of like wasting a resource that seems like it would be really important food? 
I would think so. And I don't know where those pies came from because it seems like they've been there for months. And that's the thing, too. Maybe they were no longer edible. Maybe. But when, I guess they'd be really nasty. But they didn't Michelle they didn't look nasty. nasty. No, those were like fresh meringue They all, pies. yeah, like everything <laughs> still had their bounce and their height. Yeah, and yeah. So, I don't know. It yeah. was it was interesting to I would see just, that. I think I would just be like, guys, there's fucking pie everywhere. I'm going <laughs> to slip and fall and I'm going to get bit by a zombie, you assholes. And why? I mean, seriously, we have some time. Let's just, let's kill some zombies. Let's put these pies to the side. <laughs> let's come back and eat the pies. And then we'll go and find people. I'm telling you guys, these pies look fresh. These pies look fresh. <laughs> Franny must have been down here making pies I all I haven't week. eaten in like two and a half fucking days i was gonna say hours <laughs> i don't think they're having any trouble they're hooting and hollering i think they're all drunk i think it's a fucking party but they're not do you think that they're they're hillbillies essentially because they seem no. like a, they don't seem like it i don't think they're hillbillies i but think aren't they a lot were... of motorcycle gangs kind of hillbillies usually no, not necessarily depends where you're from that's what i mean it's usually i mean aren't motorcycle gangs usually these guys might be like more a like Leonard Skinner kind of biker. Areas. You know what I'm saying? Are there like Montana bikers? Maybe. And uh, Wisconsin bikers? To Montana soon. There might be. Um, I might I know absolutely like nothing a, about what I'm talking about. I think they're just like a, uh, more like a rebel Yell. biker gang. Sort of Southern. Like they would listen to uh, Leonard Skinner and... Billy Idol. Yeah, probably. But I'll Billy Idol, how by then? Mo, mo, mo. You know the cra- the shitty thing is is there weren't even zombies in that mall until they reopened the doors to get in and then they let a whole shit swarm of zombies back in. Yeah, that's true. But then that meant that meant it meant that they invited Mind. them in and had to fight them as well. But it was gonna make their job a little bit easier yeah. also. And then Flyboy loses it. He's all like my boy's this a, is ours. a little off, but this yeah. is ours. We took this. Uh-huh. It's ours. Where if he just would have sat back and they just watched and just let the zombies take care of things, or them just get bored and not be able to figure out where they were because they're not getting upstairs mm-hmm. unless they climb the fucking building. But he wanted to feel like a big man all of a <coughs> sudden, to, like he was going to take on a fucking yeah. biker gang. And when they saw them riding up, it was a lot of. There's a lot of people. people. Yeah, safety in numbers in that situation. So they are definitely getting taken down. If they see you, so yeah. to expose yourself is pretty dumb. dumb. Very dumb. But he's been, I've been practicing my gun shooting, so that should be good. But then at the same time, once they find you, I mean, you're fucked. You're done. Even Ken Faree, while that shit's going on, is like, lay it back, fly boy. Yeah. Come on, brother. Which we haven't talked about how I, I love the use of brother oh, in yeah. this movie and, and man and baby. And baby. Oh, don't go up. Oh, don't go over yeah. there, baby. Don't open that door, baby. You're going to lead him up the stairs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love it. Love that shit. It's it's pretty great. But he, yeah, because now it's like, bro, bro's no good. You got to say brother. Brother. Yeah. Oh, come on, brother. Brother. It's great. So then, I'm all about the brother. <laughs> I am too. So, <laughs> except I find myself saying it way too much. Yeah, he could be so, saying worse things. So, Flyboy. In his utter dumb, I'm a, I'm a showboat. I I'm guess a at this point, guy now. he ends up getting shot. Yes, eventually, which is not it's, great it's, when it's you're aggravated around because he could have just stayed up in the fucking thing and yeah. nobody would have ever known they were there. I mean, they knew they were there, but they didn't know where they were. They could have just been like, okay, they left. Yeah, but he he tried, and then he died in an elevator. Yeah, he tries he to shot. that. He gets he, he doesn't die because he gets shot. He's uh, 
He's trying to. He goes up into the top. Remember? Yes. And then those other two guys run in really quick, and they start shooting up at him. Yeah. And he's like hiding, and then they leave the elevator again, and it goes somewhere else. And as he's getting down, and it opens up, there's zombies. Oh yeah. And then they grab him, and that's when Flyboy gets it. And then during all this too. The other guys are getting killed. Like that one guy gets his guts ripped out. Yes. Because those motorcycle people are just probably slipping on pies. <laughs> I mean, they're riding motorcycles in a fucking, <laughs> like, what, a, a tiled Indoor. building. And there's pies and water everywhere. Because it's not just pies, remember? They got them with seltzer bottles, too. Uh, yeah, it was a goddamn <laughs> circus. It was a straight circus. So they did ridiculous. That, and then those guys are dying. I can't remember how Tom Savini dies. I don't remember at all. I just remember he looks up at Ken Faree as he's escaping into the ceiling. And he's like, I'm coming after you, chocolate man. Uh, yeah, that was insane. But going back to some social commentary, because I glanced at my notes, uh-huh. um, I think it was interesting to see that when the zombies flocked back into the mall, they were assuming human-like activities. So, for example, yeah. if you're paying attention, you will see a female zombie trying to use a payphone. Yeah. Because yep. that's what she would have done when she was alive. Yep, yep. So I think that, I don't know, if you just, d- details like that yeah. make and the just, movie much more than just like a horror movie. And yeah. Yeah. I it's, think. It's, it's, a, it's, almost, it's almost a movie to make a point that has zombies in it. Yes. It's using zombies zo- to yeah. tell the story. Yeah, yeah. It's just we're telling you the same story that other people are currently telling you in the late 70s, but just from a different perspective. Yeah, it's nice. But then, they actually say that earlier when they're like, they might even do habits that they were used to, and just the fact that they're all flocking to the mall mm-hmm. in general. And it's just a beautiful commentary on it that yeah. is so programmed. Like nowadays, And even when they're inside zombies, and there are people, she's still choosing to try and use a payphone instead of going uh-huh. after people. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Until she sees it. Yeah, but still. And then they're trying on jewelry at one point. Uh huh. And like, pick, even the zombies care about clothes jewelry. off of the <laughs> racks and shit. Goodness. Um, Consumerism think, never dies. And nowadays, I think it'd be a, an example of it would be they would all be naturally holding a phone. Yeah. You know, and just walking around with a phone in their Someone's hands. Someone's gonna do that. Maybe not doing anything with it. I bet zombie teenagers if, on their cell phones being zombies oh, yeah. as well. I bet it's already happened. But I bet if George were still alive, he would have. Did that because he still tried to do that later. Yeah, I don't think he pulled it off as well. I don't think technology helped his movies. I think George worked better in film grain and practical effects and a starved budget. When they give him a budget because he's George Romero, master of zombies, I don't think it. Yeah, I don't think it helped. And master of zombies, I personally have a way. I have way less reach when it comes to zombie things that I'm familiar with. Yeah. <laughs> so my the thing that I'm the most familiar with is a show that I watched for, shit, I don't know, nine years, The Walking Dead. I stopped watching it. Um, but one thing that I think is interesting along, you know, just social commentary that never seems to stop in any of these zombie things is that the people always end up being scarier and worse and more evil than the zombies yeah it's always the real monster is the actual humans that are still alive the human mentality is worse than that they're they're the ones corner you're gonna do anything (laughs) yes so 
Yeah. So, I mean, you can survive once you get the zombies out, but then people are going to ruin it because people are people. Absolutely. Sorry. Wow. Bumping mics. I'm just punching. Yeah. Um, Shaun of the Dead, it never really shows that angle. Yes. Because at the end of the movie, they get it. Like the, the zombies are under control and then they kind of use them in society. Yeah. Like there are the people, zombies put carts away at shopping centers. Yeah. So the, the, that's a neat thing about that movie where humans weren't the danger. <laughs> so yeah. Once they got it under control. And I wonder how it really would be too if that kind of epidemic happened. If everybody would. Madness. Go madness. Or do you think the government would step in really quick? Yes. And just shut everything down? Yes. And I think it would be ma- even more madness because of what the government would be doing. Because the government did it originally. So then everyone who thinks it's that it's fault. that they need to stockpile guns and stuff in case the government tells them what to do because they're going to fight the government when the government in that case would really just be trying to protect them. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Rednecks with guns. <laughs> Rednecks with guns. <laughs> All right. So Flyboy is dead. Flyboy is dead. The elevator opens in that real dramatic scene. And he is now a zombie. And he's now a zombie. <laughs> she says zombie because of my nephew at a video. When he was a baby. A baby talking about zombies. And he called him zombies. zombie. And I'm going to call him zombies forever. So. <laughs> so he's a zombie now. He's super blue. And he's still holding the gun with like one finger. Yes. And I like this part because... Do you hear Clarence? She's sleeping. She's Clarence dreaming. Clarence got super sleeps and she's making whimper noises. No, she's barking in her dreams right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So, I like this part because everything would have been fine, at least with Ken Faree and Franny, if Flyboy didn't still have the little memory of that wall is fake because then yes. he starts just like clawing through it and just like biting at it. It's the whole idea again of the human behavior staying the same. It's really cool. So I think that that was a really nice angle that all, he remembers and goes to the fake wall That's and n- takes the zombies up the stairs. <laughs> it's pretty funny too. Like he was going to do earlier when he was alive. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even remember that. Wow. He was the character that wow. was going to do that. I was foreshadowing. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Huh. Yeah, you're right. Interesting. That's cool foreshadowing on that one. I just love that whole idea of still... Uh, there's a later movie, Land of the Dead, where it's it's ha- it's been going on for so long mm-hmm. that zombies are actually trying to live. They're not, like, consciously doing it, but they'll, like, go into a house and just, like, stand in a house for a while, then come back out and, like, walk in their lawn. And then it like shows another zombie just trying to pump gas because that's what he used to do. And since there's nobody around, they're just bored and they're just trying to do what they used to do. So it's that same mentality. Yeah, same mentality, but even, stretched even further too. Like everyday life, not just going to a mall or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this was this guy's job. They, this was this person's house and they're just hanging out now. Yeah. It's pretty funny. It's pretty neat. It's a... Uh, because then there's other zombie stories, too, where they just, they're just maniacs and everything of any human life is gone. And they're just a killing machine. So I appreciate George Romero zombies when it's still got like a Humanoid. humanoid human-like thing to it. Even though there's a guy in the movie screaming, they're not humans. They're different things entirely. Kill them. 
Yeah, because there's no coming back from it. No. But then at the same time, they still were once humans, so some of that might carry over is the idea. Yeah. Like, you can't bring them back, but it, what what's still in there? So Flyboy has torn through a wall. This is like the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. And he's going after Ken Free. And I, when I was younger, I didn't even realize that Ken Free was not going to, that he was going to kill himself, basically. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He's going to take his own life. He it just took me. He has his little slight moment where he uh, kind of loses his shit. And he was going to shoot himself with that mini little gun. Did you see that little thing? It's like this long. That's all it needed to be. I hope. He's fucking Ken Free. I bet that skull will just... <laughs> Ricochet. Pew, 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 pew. It would just hit once and go away. And he'll be like, damn it. I have a dent in my head now. <sighs> I don't know. And then I think, isn't Flyboy shooting at him too? Because he's still got that gun in his hand. I don't remember. I think he is. And it's doing your pew, 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 pew. Because she's up there too. She's got to get away. She's the only one who knows how to fly that helicopter. And now. he impregnated her. Yeah. So. Yeah. And she's like the only one who can fly the helicopter now. Because that was really all Flyboy was good for for a while there. This flying boy. Flying. Flying boy. So, yeah. And then that's the end. Well, no, it's not the end. Ken Free decides to live. He decides to live. Shoots some zombies. Gets the fuck out of there. And they get out of there and she flies them away, right? Yeah. She knows how to fly. Because she learned how to fly and knew that it would come in handy at some point. And she was correct. Do you assume that she. that they got together later and like raised the baby. Guaranteed, they went through this horrible thing together, and <clears throat> she just really—I mean, her favorite uh, restaurant is Red Lobster. Like, she really has a thing for fish. <laughs> for pe- for men who can breathe underwater. Yeah. Was this your reference of his wide eyes? <laughs> He's just. He is unlike any other man I've ever seen. He does have wide or eyes. Or heard. He means business. And he can see you coming from either direction. He's a huge Before guy anyone too. else can. Oh, yeah. He's like a tree. He's like 6'5". With eyes on each side At least. Is that like a shark? <laughs> <laughs> it's very frog-like. I'll give you the frog-like look. So, yeah. Ken Furry. He is he's the man. Alive. They they alive. And so they is fly she. Away. And then he's gonna make that baby his own. He's probably gonna put another baby in her. Oh yeah. With he's his g- giant Ken Fareed dong. There's definitely a giant dong hanging out <laughs> and those Janet Jackson fucking uh Rhythm Nation pants. Yeah. So I mean business. He means business and he gave her the business. <laughs> so it's question time. Um I wanna do a theme song for you every time. Do, do, do. Michelle's gonna ask some questions. Questions. Michelle's gonna ask some questions. Questions. Yeah, she's gonna ask some questions. 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 So that was fun. Yes. Why did you choose this particular movie? I don't remember. I think it's just because it was one of my favorites, and we had recorded it once, and we decided to do it again. Well, I mean, you chose this as. I think I chose this. Out of all of the zombie movies you could have chosen. I chose this zombie movie because it was, well, it still had gore in it. It's not the craziest gore. Yeah. And I think the storyline is the best out of all the zombie movies I enjoy. And it is just technically my favorite zombie movie. Yeah. So it it fit the mold in many ways, I should say. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have necessarily chosen it just because mold. it was my favorite zombie movie, but I, 
it also helped that Set I think the, the gore was accessible. Yeah. It's not gratuitous. Like Day of the Dead, there's some scenes in there that are actually like it's gory. They use real pig guts at one part. Yeah. And I'm not afraid of the human body, <coughs> but I I do think that horror movies often they're gratuitous like tits and stuff, a lot of stuff that they throw in. It's like it's like a bro movie. It feels like oh, sometimes. It can it's so easy to get into bro movie. It's crazy. And yeah. the older I am and the more I watch movies that I liked younger, I'm like, "Oh no, this is bro territory." This is bro territory, but I liked the tits cuz I was a kid. <laughs> and no, well, yeah, but when I think of like Friday the 13th movies and stuff, I don't tits are never in my brain. I just it's think always it's Jason. Cheap. It is cheap. And I think, and I'm not, again, I'm not afraid of the human body or anything. I'm not afraid of nudity. I like movies with nudity in them. That's fine. But I just, I like that this doesn't have any of that gratuitous bullshit. Yeah. I really, uh, because I'm not as open to horror movies as you are. Yeah. Because you also watch them from different perspectives. I thought this was a really good movie. Because it wasn't gratuitous and it wasn't yeah it's not gratuitous at all it wasn't really i don't know it just wasn't bullshit i don't think that there was any filler anything i thought that it was just done really well i thought it was a really good movie yeah 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 so uh good job on your pick with uh dawn of the dead good uh what did you well i can't even ask that question because this is the second listen um but or watch second watch second fucking episode so there's some of these like what did you think <laughs> I was I thought of this when you you know yeah, initially it's kind of like irrelevant it's, right it's now. too long ago yeah and like my prior judgment I had no fucking prior judgment um we did watch it twice and now we are to our least and most favorite characters so yes. least favorite character I will go first fucking fly boy fly, fly guy boy? he sucked he does suck. Oh, God damn it. There it was. The obligatory yawn on camera. In or life. On microphone. And God in death. Damn it. Life and in death. He was terrible. He was my least favorite. Flyboy's your least favorite. That yes. makes sense. I mean, he does fuck things up multiple times Did, in many different ways. But then probably my second least favorite is the dumb kid who was asking everyone for a cigarette. <laughs> With the uh, basically cross-eyed and he's like, Where are you going? Okay, who was your least favorite character? My least favorite character was the racist cop. Yeah, I guess so. He is technically a character. He was in the movie, so yeah. Yeah, but I'm gonna. I got to think of his main characters for me. I can't go auxiliary characters because then I could choose anybody. Don't auxiliary port. I think I have to agree with you that Flyboy is the worst, and I'm not. I'm also gonna come at it with uh, acting. Yes, too. He's got the cheesiest acting out uh-huh. of all of them. While Agreed. Ken Faree is a cheesy actor, it doesn't rub me wrong. I don't know if it's as cheesy as it's just his style. It's just like who he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Flyboy seemed like he was... Trying too hard? Trying too hard. Almost that he was like a stage actor at one point, And he was used to hamming it up a little bit more so that it reads. Yeah. And it just it reads as too much on a camera. Yeah. Because like there's parts where... He, like when he laughs that one time, when they when he's out in the courtyard and they get back behind the glass and he's like... <laughs> it oh, is, it's just the most it's the most forced laugh of all time goodness yeah so i'm uh, with you on that one 
Flyboy. Favorite character time. Let's hear it. Clearly, it's Fishman Free. Fishman Free, old FMF. Yeah, he got the job done. He his his weak moment of weakness was understandable. Oh, at the end when he was going to kill himself. Yes. It's got to be tiring to deal with all that and then set all that up and do all that and, it and just, just all have come. go away in a second. Yeah. So he was he had the most level head for most of it. Which, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess the woman did, too, because she never broke down and had a weird time, did not she? Not really. She did. She, no, not really. Mm-hmm. The only time she had a little breakdown was when she was uh, getting chased by that Har- Hare Krishna zombie. And, and she just kind of has a little freak out and just, like, pauses and freezes. No. That's really the closest thing to a freak out she has. Yeah. But still- then after that, she's like... She just she makes a conscious decision that like that's the last time that's happening to be better and yeah, yeah. learn things and yeah. So no, eventually no. So she's my second favorite, but Ken Faree. Ken Faree, you want to know who my favorite is? Ken Faree. He's I'm gonna say he is, but my favorite character is a uh, sweater zombie, and always has been and always will be because <laughs> yeah. of the way he walks like this when he comes in the door. Oh, you're not talking about the one who you used to have a. Uh, Statue oh, no, of no, 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 no. That's a, that's flannel airport zombie. Yeah. I think they call him airport zombie. <laughs> no, this guy, he's wearing a sweater, the yellow sweater, and he sticks his arms straight down, like at an angle. I think I remember you pointing him out the first and, time. And he's just like, <laughs> but I, I don't feel like it's okay to choose a zombie as your favorite character. He's just the one I love the most. Ken Free. All I right. gotta choose Ken. So he's the best. I love the way he acts. I love the way he says brother. We hypocrisy <laughs> agree. Baby. I agree. He's <laughs> all the way brother. <laughs> all the way brother. All the way brother. So I assume that you would recommend this. I recommend this movie to people of a certain age. Okay. What age? Old enough that you can pay attention to something because it's not action filled. It demands your attention. Old enough to understand what's going on. Old enough to understand. Old enough to have the patience to sit down and watch and listen to yeah, something which might be harder to come by with a like a younger crowd these days but still which is the reason they made the remake of this movie it's much more action oriented makes sense the zombies run they're much they're f- crazy frantic i don't like that idea of zombies running, running zombies because they're deteriorating bodies they're supposed yeah. to be breaking down the way they shouldn't be able to handle running i think it should be both I think a zombie could be able to run for maybe a few hours after death, but once decomposition has started and ligaments are starting to go, a zombie does not run. I mean, that's your tissues are like the, they dry out like pretty quickly once they're not constantly being lubricated anymore. Yeah, like it, the, the idea of a zombie doesn't make sense in any real se- way, but for there no. to be such a long amount of time where zombies are just running freely the same zombies it doesn't make sense no it doesn't i mean and it's not supposed to be it's not supposed to make sense it's fucking it's a fantastical situation fairy terror fairy fairy terror fairy terror land but it uh it just doesn't make sense but yeah so um i would watch this again not like anytime soon but I thought that this was a good movie. I would watch it yeah. again. This used to be one of those movies that I watched like once a year. And it's not anymore. Not really, because I don't really watch much anything once a year anymore. Yeah. I watch the same fucking show over and over and over there again. There are still movies that 
I, and maybe it's just around like holiday time, maybe like Christmas time. I throw the only times that I really <laughs> feel like I need to watch this every year. Yeah, Garfield Christmas. Yeah, and then uh, I don't. I didn't watch it this last year, but usually Home Alone as well. No, yeah, Big Lebowski was always one I like to watch about once a year. And you know, there's some other things. So hold on a second. Let me look at something. Okay. What do you want to look at? So I'm looking at the time. So this episode will be released the day before Valentine's Day. Okay. So I was Valentine's Day. (laughs) I was wondering if this should have anything to do with Valentine's Day, if my next pick should, or if it shouldn't. This is something I just now thought of because I already have my. So the Dawn of the Dead episode will be released before. Or your episode will the be... The next episode will be released. Oh, I guess that's up to you. So... You know how much I hate love. <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, and I was uh, thinking about one thing, but I, I one think... One thing, one thing. One time, one time. But I almost think it would be better to not... We don't need to celebrate gonna, every single holiday. Valentine's Day in the toilet on this one? I might, because my my choice would have been if I were going to go in that direction. And again, this is just all off the top of my head now. Boys to Men would be the Michael Bolton uh, <laughs> Netflix like Valentine's Day special. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, that's a little, <laughs> but that's a little too specific. Little, so yeah, very specific. And I don't think that Valentine's Day is worth maybe doing an entire episode on. Um, so I've decided to go with my initial choice, which is to not have anything to do with Valentine's Day with this. So. So we're getting ready for your choice. My choice for you. Yes. Is musical. Musical in nature. I have not given you any soulful music yet. <clears throat> and soul is big with me. I like soulful music. So. Big old soul. I have this album on vinyl. You have listened to this album before, but you are going to be reviewing with me. Are you listening? Because your yeah. phone just lit up. Are you ready for this? It's not the phone. There was an ant crawling on the phone. I was blowing him off. Did the ant wake the phone up by no, walking across it? The phone's been it? lit up for the past five minutes. You just noticed it. Okay. Well, Sly and the Family Stone oh, oh. stand oh, is the album fuck yeah. that we will be reviewing. Nice. Sly and the Family Stone. Easy. Love it, love it, love it. Stand. Stand. There's a midget standing tall. <laughs> I'm already familiar, so this will be easy. So, yeah. Sweet. This is Awesome. That was the episode. That was the episode, and we have uh, more oh. things in the future if you just keep listening to us, guys. Please keep listening. Please tell your friends. Do the subscribe thing. Tell us. Give us money. I just threw that in there because I like money. If you want to give us money, we're not going <laughs> to say no, but we don't demand anything. We get gifts now. We got a banner now. We got a banner. Contact, what was it? Rolling Graphics? Rolling we're doing Graphics. Again. Rolling Graphics. There's no real way for you to contact Rolling Graphics, but contact Rolling Graphics. I'll mention it for all of your designing needs. Goddamn right. Thank you for listening. This has been the Cabo Critics Podcast. I am Sam. I am Michelle, and I'm here for your entertainment. That's been a podcast. That's what we call a podcast. Hello, goodbye.
Have a good bye bye bye.